0: Blues, royal blue family, you've got Harry, you got Charlie, you got George now, George Hewitt in the midfield, how good are they looking? sweeps a handball forward, can they finish grips from 52 over the top and bounces it through Dockerty, he's almost within range he goes long monstrous
1: Hey Blue Baggers, and welcome to the Blues Footy Podcast. It's your host, Jed, here alongside the Bolt. Bolt, how are you, sir? I'm good. You and look well. I'm good, <laughs> you, and you? you? look really well.
0: No, we had a very lazy Sunday. You, you oh, are glowing. Yeah, no, well, when you win a game like that, in those conditions against a very good opposition for eight in a row. Eight. Eight. <laughs> eight, eight in a row. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. The Blues, the Sleeping Giants, is finally nearly awake. Now it's coming. There's y- a storm hitting Melbourne.
1: Now you 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 you're very weird with your Carlton history. You would know how many wins we've had in each season. Yeah, there would have been a stretch from twenty to fifteen to eighteen where we've probably won more games in the last eight weeks than those seasons combined. Is that accurate or how, not? So not
0: not those seasons combined. We won two, was it in eighteen? Won two in eighteen. How many in fifteen? Fifteen. Fifteen. We won four. Okay, well, so we've won more
1: than those two combined. Yep. 16 and 17 wouldn't have been We won much.
0: 13 in those two years. Okay.
1: But, okay, well, look, but 15 look, and 18 think, combined. You know,
0: the amount of wins we've had in a row, I think, exceeds the overall win tally in about 11 individual seasons in the last 19 years, whoa. which is crazy. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Um, it's bloody... just. It's just We're in incredible. uncharted territory. We are. We are, and... um. I know I've been saying the whole way in, it's 12 and a half is the magic number for us and it looks, and we've gotten there and it looks like it should be good given results today up... Or the result in Launceston today was just like... And it's ironic, isn't it? Because last year going into the final day of the season, we were relying on the Bulldogs and Hawthorne game before the Carlton Collingwood <laughs> game and we needed the Hawks to get up there. Yeah. But um, the Hawks and the new King of Tassie, John Newcombe, who I tell you what, I'm not sure if you watched that game, but John Newcomb was on something else today. Put a dagger in the heart. And, just, and given the Bulldogs have to play Geelong, so one of them has to lose, no, it's just enormous. The it's Bulldogs just enormous. should be better.
1: It's they not, should be. This is, this is a Carlton podcast. It's not a footy podcast, so we're not going to speak about the other teams, but we no, can, John was we can, blue today. we can make that call to say the Bulldogs should be so much better. What are they doing, Tim English, taking that kick out? Season on the line you know, 45 seconds or whatever it was to go. And you've got Tim English taking the kick out. Now, it would have been justified had he known what he was doing or if, you know, they had set him up for it. But it it was a complete train wreck. And the dogs, they're not looking very good, are they?
0: No, and I still think they'll actually make the finals, but it's going to be real tight. But God, back to us, Saturday night. It was a weird, it was a weird type of Saturday night because obviously... Before the game started, a lot of people were through the gates watching the Matildas.
1: Yes. Now, hang on. Before we get to the game, at Boots on Twitter-
0: Yes. Yes. I has,
1: has messaged us and said, boys, can you lead the pod with Ladder FC
0: this week? Yeah. Now, I mean, as in, you know, I'm always happy to do that. Now- I was waiting for uh, your uh, confirmation. I, f- I
1: think I think it's only fitting given the history of Ladder FC and what's happened in the last week and, you know- Everything that's gone on we do need to lead this show with ladder right, FC so
0: get stuck into so it. on the
1: agenda we'll do ladder FC we'll then go into player analysis <laughs> let's get straight into the PNF votes Twitter questions the VFL team had a nice win today this year you watched it yes yeah, same there's plenty to get through but uh LFC so bolt I just want to go back let's 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 take this show back um about eight weeks ago yep ladder FC wasn't even in no. the equation no ladder Latter-
0: Latter- FC was on annual leave
1: well, yeah, Ladder FC was done. It, it never even started this year. Never took, we didn't, It was never in in the equation. I think the first time that we ever spoke about Ladder FC was when we beat Hawthorne. Yes. And you made the call that if we beat the the Dockers the following week, maybe Ladder FC will return. And I think that we said... I said we'll have the discussion if we come back we'll from first. You said we'll have Perth the discussion. We'll so, at this point, we've won two games in a row. We've only beaten... Who was it? We beat the Suns and the Hawks. And, you know, we said, if we beat Frio, we'll talk about it. We beat Frio and then we said, oh, you know, let's just wait for next week. If we beat Port, then we'll speak no, about I think it
0: after, uh, after the Fremantle game, we said we need a win. We sort of we we spoke we about said it a little needed, bit. We said we needed five more wins, five from the last seven, but we had to beat one of the big dogs. Yeah. It had to be the four locks plus one of the big dogs. But
1: LFC hadn't returned yet. But it was it was It was lurking. It, was, lurking. it, it was, was in the equation at that point, but it hadn't properly returned. But when we beat Port Adelaide, well, LFC returned, and we haven't lost since. We went on. We beat uh, West Coast, Collingwood, St Kilda, and now Melbourne, and you know, LFC is now. Completely up and running and borderline now about to be redundant because we may actually be there. Now, you've told a lot of our... Well, you've told all of our listeners that 12.5 was the magic number, that we needed to win 12.5 games to make finals. Now, I don't know if I've jumped the gun or not, but last yeah. night when we won, uh, that, that, that for me, I thought oh, we were, were in finals. Yeah. So can you just confirm?
0: Are we there? Are we
1: not? It's, What's the it, equation? It's
0: not a mathematical certainty, but realistically... Given that Sydney have to play Adelaide, Geelong have to play the Bulldogs, and Geelong have to play St Kilda, they're all taking results off each other. Okay, so
1: let's talk in footy terms here. Yes. We're 15 minutes into the last quarter, so you've got about 15 minutes to go. How much are we up by? Seven goals. Okay, so we're 42 points up. It would
0: take a catastrophe. You know what it would be like? Us not making the finals from here would be the same as Brisbane losing to Melbourne in round two when the lights went off at the Gabba.
1: Okay. Okay. So it's... it's Okay. It would
0: be as bonkers they as that. They were seven
1: goals up, weren't they? Yep. About 10 minutes to go. Yeah, even less. I think it was like and six yeah, minutes. And then the lights went out and yeah. they won by 11. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so it's, it's mathematically possible to miss, but realistically it's looking... I've done a of, close I've, to impossible. I've done a lot
0: of predictors with us losing the last two games, and I've still got our seventh.
1: Okay. Well, LFC. Let's quickly run through the results from this weekend, yep. and then we'll take a look at the next couple of weeks. But from this weekend, it started well on Friday night for it started LFC. Started very well. I was still well and truly roaring for the Cats well, because that's, that's
0: weird. It's not weird. You know why that's weird? Because if Geelong losing is just immense, it's like well, huge. I think. I think. I still just... Collingwood, why? No, nah, because what's good for us, we should... What's good for us should outweigh any hatred yeah, elsewhere. I know, I know, I know. No, anyway, that was a very good result. Yeah, you know, it was losing? a good
1: result. Uh, the Swans beat Gold Coast, which wasn't the desired result no, it in that wasn't. game. Um, Essendon against North.
0: Yeah, no, it wasn't what we wanted. Essendon hanging
1: around just. But the game that followed almost made up for those two results. Yes,
0: well, this was very important. Had Adelaide have beaten Brisbane, Adelaide would have been a virtual shoo-in for the finals. It's hard not to like the
1: Crows, though, with the way that they play. Yeah, they're great. They are elite to watch. Hard
0: to not want them to win. They're great. But, but for, it was a, it for was the a, sake of the Carlton oh, Football Club, yeah. that was a big result. It was a huge result. It also could have been the difference. Adelaide winning that game and us losing last night, I think would have been the difference between... Us actually having to go to Adelaide for an elimination final, potentially. Which would have been a disaster. Yeah, it's the worst possible fixture.
1: Yeah. Uh, obviously, then we beat Melbourne, and then obviously Fremantle beat West Coast, which doesn't mean much. Nothing. Hawthorne against the well, Dogs. This was the big
0: one. Hawthorne beating the Bulldogs is just...
1: Now, you inducted John Newcomb yeah. into the LFC Hall of Fame. Yeah. I feel like there was someone last year who may have got inducted, but I can't really remember... Should we just say that he's the first ever inductee? You know, this is the
0: first official inductee. This was magic. So, this is the... F- Did North beat Rich? Did Richmond beat... What happened last year? Yeah, North year? beat Richmond. Zerhar was pretty I crazy. I think you inducted him. Maybe. I reckon
1: you inducted him.
0: Yes, but that was... That would have been about round 19. Even round 18. Okay. So, was, it was round 18. So, there's still a bit to play out. This is the pointy end. Yeah, okay. As and Newcomb Newcom- came was- up, Trump's... He's in there.
1: Yeah. Okay. He's one of our own. We like Gun. It. So the Hawks beat the Dogs today. Big for LFC. Sydney... Oh, sorry. St. Kilda beat Richmond. Um, also... Not the desired was a, result. Was LFC relevant? Not what we wanted. And then Port Adelaide with a crushing win over GWS, which is exactly very good what we results. wanted. Yeah, very good results. So um, what a weekend it was. It was a good um, weekend. I feel like winning made everything else completely insignificant for the time being, but... Uh, Looking ahead at next week, Bolt, there are some big games. Now, before we look ahead at next week, now that we're looking pretty good and very likely to make the eight, the question has started
0: to creep in. Well, is it possible to now make the four? We would have to win our final two games. Yes. And Melbourne would have to lose their final two. So now it is mathematically impossible to
1: finish above Port Adelaide or Brisbane. Yes. So Melbourne would need to lose to Hawthorne next week, and they would need to lose to Sydney at the SCG the following week. Yep. And we would need to beat Gold Coast up on the Gold Coast and then GWS at Marvel. Yep. Yep. So if we look at those results we can probably say that the hardest result there to go our way is Hawthorne yeah, beating Melbourne 100%. But given they're coming off wins against Collingwood and the Bulldogs, you just never know. You
0: just never know. Oh, it would be I tell you what if I tell you what if Hawthorne beat Melbourne next week, would you fly to Sydney for Melbourne Sydney? <laughs> well no, because it's actually it's actually the game right before us in the final oh, okay. round, that's the okay. 320 okay. Sunday game. My bad. Boy, would we be hawking that game.
1: You'd get to Marvel early to watch that at
0: the bar. Yeah. I think everyone would. Mm.
1: Bit like that Richmond North game last year. Be ri-
0: yeah, I think the, the top four still a complete improbability.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Well, we just had to ask the question. No, no, no. It's a fair question to ask. Okay. So, Collingwood, Brisbane. Who do we want to win that one on Friday night? Or is that just No, it's, it's, now- I- it's irrelevant for us. Okay. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, Richmond North. Is that now irrelevant as well?
0: I'll put it to this way with Collingwood-Brisbane. If you want to well, look- actually, it's not irrelevant, If you want yeah. to look further, like really further down the line, you almost want Brisbane to win so that Melbourne stay fourth so that if we win our first final, when we likely come fifth, we don't have to travel for the semi.
1: So, it actually is relevant and we're going for Brisbane.
0: In terms of- No, we would- Yes, going for Brisbane. In terms of like end of season ladder positioning and looking ahead a couple yeah. of weeks-
1: so, so now we're sort of saying, well, not to make the finals, but if we, if we do make the
0: finals, then... And finish fifth. Yeah. We'd prefer it to be an all-Victorian first versus fourth. Okay.
1: Okay. So we're, we're Brisbane fans on Friday night. Yeah. I just wanted to confirm that because obviously we were going to be Brisbane yeah. fans anyway. Uh, Richmond North. Dead rubber. Fantastic. Gold Coast Carlton, which will be up on the Gold Coast yes
0: floor. I keep forgetting we're going a bit. Um, no, we're, we're Carlton. Uh, GWS Essendon, this is the one I think. Sorry, surround- in terms of Richmond North being a dead rubber, not a dead rubber for the Tigers, but Richmond can't jump us. Yeah, so dead rubber for us.
1: Now Essendon GWS, is this the LFC game of the round, or is there's three? I think there's a bigger one. Oh, just look at the next at the next one. Yeah, holy, mo- oh, and the one after that. <laughs> okay, so there's there's a Are Saturday they both on the Saturday night. Those yeah, others- yeah. There's a Saturday triple header. There's a Saturday triple header, which we may or may not be on the Gold Coast at the Star Casino watching. There's a Saturday triple header. And that is GWS Essendon, St Kilda Geelong,
0: and Adelaide Sydney. Yeah. We, okay. The first game, we are Essendon. On the premise, they're not going to beat Collingwood in the last round.
1: It's... So, we're Essendon. Basically, just tell the people who need a win for our sake.
0: We'd prefer Essendon to win. Okay. Only because- Would it be a I, catastrophe it, if they beat Collingwood after beating GWS? They'd probably make
1: it if they win their last two. Can the Bombers finish above us? They can. They can.
0: They win their last two, we lose our last two.
1: Yeah. So, do we want them
0: winning All that? the Giants play us in the last round. Yeah. So, I'd yeah. prefer it- not to, get, I don't want that game yeah. being a thing for us. Yeah, that game's going to be a thing for them most likely.
1: No, if the Giants lose to Essendon, they probably won't be able to make the eight. Rebounds. No, no, they
0: have to probably they have to win their last two. The yeah. Giants. So if they can just be buried both of this them, week, have to win their last two. This is a knockout game. This is an elimination final. Okay, so we're Essendon fans for that game for two
1: hours. We're Essendon. F- yeah. Okay. Saints, Cats, Marvel Stadium, Saturday night, seven twenty-five p.m. Who do we require to win that game?
0: This is really tough. Is this a bit
1: of a mind scrambler? A brain scrambler?
0: This would eliminate Geelong? Yeah. I think we're St Kilda. I think we've now got to operate on the premise St Kilda make it. So you reckon the Saints will make it? I don't. I don't think they'll win this week. But we-
1: If they win, are they in? Yep. So, they just need to win this game. Yeah. Good on him
0: Yeah. So, we'll see. But um, so, I think to get rid of the cats, because the Bulldogs play West Coast this week, and then Geelong play the Bulldogs the week after. So, we're happy. I think we'd rather just- We we, we just want to terminate teams below us. So okay. Geelong so, so- would be out. Geelong and the loser of Essendon Bull- Giants will be out if St. Kilda win. So, we could potentially have two. Well, we're going to have one team eliminated. On and Saturday. we're going to have another one in the next game eliminated. Adelaide, Sydney. Loser goes home. Loser
1: goes home. That is crazy. So, the Swans are six. Oh,
0: not as much for Sydney. Well, hang on. The Swans no. are now How are the Swans somehow? Five in a row. do this. It's not loser goes home for the Swans, but they play Melbourne in the last round, which is tough. But Adelaide, it's an elimination final for the Crows.
1: So, the Crows, basically... Because the Crows have West Coast in the last round, which they won't lose. Yeah. So, they essentially have to beat the Swans and they're in. Is yep. that what you're saying? Yep. I'd say so. So, we're Swans fans in that case. Yep. But would you rather play the Swans or the Crows at the G in a
0: final? Does, that doesn't phase me. That actually doesn't phase me. Yeah, I don't I actually know. think Adelaide's better than Sydney. Hmm. But that doesn't... I don't care with those two. Um, very, very interesting. Okay. Um...
1: So just to clarify, because that was a bit of a so we're, we're Saints. Sorry, we are Essendon fans. We're then Saints fans, and then we're Swans fans. Yep. Okay. And then on Sunday, if those
0: results go our way, we'll be mathematically locked in. That would mean only Carlton, St Kilda, Sydney, the Bulldogs, and Essendon alive. Chances It'd come down to nine teams. Would be in.
1: Okay. Dogs, Eagles on the Sunday. No, not even a point talking about that West one. West Coast. Uh, Melbourne, Hawthorne, Hawthorne. And then Frio Port.
0: That's irrelevant.
1: Okay. Cool. LFC in the books for this week. Please don't turn off the pod now. You've got to listen to the review sure, of the game. I'll, I'll be listening. Um, a mega win. Okay. Before we get into the player analysis, we just need to set the scene. Yep. We're coming into this game, seven wins in a row. This one felt a little bit out of reach, though, given we're missing some key figures, being Adam Chera, who's been our best player this year, Sam Walsh, we don't need to speak about Sam Walsh, everyone knows how good he is, Harry Mackay, Coleman medalist, we're missing three complete A-grade premium players. To add to that, we're missing Jack Silvani, Matt Kennedy, Mitch McGovern, six players, who are best 22 players for us and a handful of players we were also missing who probably would have played if they were available. So we go out on Saturday night. We were both feeling it was a little bit out of reach just given the outs and yeah. we were sort of due. But somehow we have absolutely plucked a win out of nowhere and we, re- we led all day really. Yep. The scenes at the G, so the Matildas are on in the first quarter. I didn't know where my head was going from one from the footy.
0: It was it was a strange vibe in the first quarter of the game. It
1: was very quiet because I think everyone had their heads sort of focused. back and
0: forth. Well, I was in the AFL members on level two, and yeah. all the dining rooms are behind us, and the TV was on in there, so everyone was kind of. I was sitting row B, so it didn't really affect me, but probably from like the, the back four or five rows, everyone was like standing up, looking like yes. back to the footy, yeah. looking into the dining room.
1: So it was sort of the same for us in the members. You had heart, you know, heads were turned to the screens in the boxes, but then sort of turning back to the footy when a penalty would be taken. And then there were a couple weird ones where one of the penalties went, in, went didn't go in, but I think it's still counted. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. yeah. I, could,
0: I, could hear, well, I actually, I really like the Matildas. I'm really into the soccer. Didn't watch a minute of the penalty shootout. But you went early to watch the game. I went to watch the game. Yeah. I went to the bar before to watch Crazy the game. Crazy that you didn't watch a minute of it. Oh, it was all about the blues on Saturday night.
1: I know, but I couldn't help myself as well. Oh my no,
0: I actually didn't, but I could hear like half cheers yeah, and yeah, like yeah. you could hear it. Um, it was with no, you know me, I'm very fixated yeah. on the bag I actually only realised at, I don't even know when the shootout ended, it was a quarter time. It was, it was
1: virtually 30 seconds before the quarter time yeah. siren. Um, but we, there was a security guard standing at the front, at the door to go into the box and he was going nuts. Yeah. So everyone in the members were just looking at his reactions to know whether it was good for us or not. And boy, we knew when that penalty went in.
0: Crazy. But uh, just like the random cheering during the quarter, it was weird. It, it was, was a w-
1: And it was also weird that with three minutes to go, it was seven to zero yeah. in the first quarter. It was like, a very
0: weird first it was, quarter. It was
1: almost... I think we almost got away with being able to watch the Matildas because there wasn't much scoring going on in the Carlton well, game. Well,
0: and it was quite frustrating because the first quarter, we completely dominated. It was 24 to 4 inside 50s. It was ridiculous. Which is a discrepancy you don't see very often. We just couldn't get any reward for effort. And it was very frustrating only to be three points up a quarter time.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, th- it was... I said, yeah, I said that as well because I think... I didn't really know if I thought we were... I didn't think we were going to win the game a week, but I messaged our group before and said, I reckon we'll win this. Yeah. And it was just the vibe at the ground felt good. It just felt like one of those nights. But that first quarter, the feeling... I don't know what you thought at quarter time, but I thought, yes, it was annoying that we were just dominating for a quarter and don't have anything to show for it. But at the same time, I was like, well, hang on. We just dominated for a quarter. Yeah. I actually reckon we'll
0: be fine here. Well, it, it's and it's amazing because you can, you can almost tell early that we we're going to look good because, once again, the way we're playing is very non-reliance on personnel. It's very much if we bring the heat, we're probably going to win the game. Which is
1: the complete polar opposite of what it was for those, you know, two months where we were losing yeah, every or, week. Yeah, for, that, for that- the last
0: 20 years. Yeah, but specifically those yep. two
1: months, we were completely relying on personnel. Yeah. The system was
0: broken. And yeah, we, we were having a crack. We were having a dip early and we were great. I think we laid 13 tackles inside 50 in the first quarter, which <laughs> is off the charts. Completely off
1: the chart. Well, the little guys got to work and Lucky yep. Fogarty didn't have the best game last week against he the did. Saints, but boy, he responded. I thought O.E.'s was terrific. We'll get into player analysis. Let's get into it.
0: Yeah, well, we may as well start with the. With the fog, I'll start forward. I wanted to start
1: in in one place. I'm sorry. I know we've just spoken about the forwards, but there's an emergency blazer fitting bolt. (laughs) There is. I'm sorry. I'm declaring it on this show. For me, Nick Newman is all Australian. There is no two ways about it. You can say he's had a good eight weeks, which he obviously has. No, no, he's had a great. But he's had a great twenty-two weeks. weeks. No, no, he has been absolutely exceptional from the first bounce of round one and except for that i think it was the brisbane game where it wasn't great apart from that game he's had a completely flawless season which is required to get a blazer and i just think now given his form and you know last night he was ridiculous last night was it was it was a joke he was that good 33 disposals nine marks Four tackles. He was everywhere but four score involvements, 520 metres gained, three rebound 50s, three clearances. He has these little spurts up the ground. Wowee. I can't believe I'm saying it, but get that man a blazer.
0: Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. He's just a gun, isn't he? He's a complete gun. So, so good. He's now
1: getting recognition... From non-Carlton supporters yeah. Which is when you know how, how That's can, when you know How can he
0: not The The performances have been Completely overwhelming He is the man at the moment Just he, You know He he's, he's, His skills He so, takes off such Daring kicks He's just He's great I, I, It's hard to put into words anymore Because you keep Going through Trying to find different adjectives Every week to describe Nick Newman But he is just He's sensational I'd love to get him on this show that would be nice I feel like he
1: wouldn't be much of a talker nice he was on um he was on that podcast with um I think it's called the unlaced podcast I can't remember he was he was on a podcast and spoke really well um yeah'd love to get him on but uh he's an absolute he's just a gun he's just an absolute gun and you know if you look at his story like you should you should, actually I'll find that podcast I'll put on our Twitter so people can go listen to it um he was speaking about how he didn't get drafted and he wasn't like he wasn't sure if he'd ever get drafted, wasn't looking great. Then the Swans took a punt on him. Sort of took him a while to get going, but they always had faith. He was very good and for Carl- a couple
0: of years there. Yeah. It was think, one year he was amazing.
1: I think I think it was his first year when he played, and then Carlton came with an opportunity and he thought it was the the next step for him. And yeah, it's just you know, you love hearing stories like that. So well done to Nick Newman, he's absolutely having the season of his life. And uh, how many years did we re-sign him for? Was it two? Yep. Okay, good. If it was one, I would have said give him another one. But uh, yeah, speaking of, another defender, Alex Chincotta. He only re-signed for one year. I'd give him another one now as well. He's only signed a few weeks ago. But Chuck, another one, I'm there for oh, I
0: like keeping him on their toes, but I thought Chincotta... No, he
1: is... Mate, we've got a player there. and you. Were, no, and no, he's, we do. I, he's, I, your, he's your man. I want you to claim him. I want no, you to no, make, make him your own year. because you are on or off players very early and you were very much on Alex Ginkata early. And uh, his spot in this team is completely locked and he's playing incredible football in this system. It's it's unbelievable to watch. And I, I have a question for you, Bolt. Do you think that the reason he's been able to slot in so seamlessly this year is because he's been in our VFL program and knows the system anyway? Do yeah, you reckon I'll, that
0: has an impact? I'm sure that helps. And he's also, he's 26, so he's mature. You know, he's a bigger body. He's probably a bit more, you know, just maybe a bit easier to adapt to the level. But he was great. He was a very good game from Chincotta on Saturday night. Very, yeah. very happy with him.
1: I'm really loving the season that he's putting together. Really loving the great. season that he's put It's, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Speaking of unbelievable, another one. Right, these stories just keep getting even more ridiculous. Zach Fisher. Zach Fisher was absolutely phenomenal last night. I think he's absolutely locked in this team now, in the back line. It's crazy to say. Someone's going to be really stiff. There's going to be a few of them. In fact, there's probably going to be four or five. Well, we'll think about it. Right now, you couldn't really say anyone deserves to get dropped. Yet, yeah, we've got those six players who are going to walk in. Yep. P- players are going to be stiff. I really hope Zach Fisher isn't one of them because... He's been a complete and utter revelation in a fortnight.
0: I think the only person that would take Zach Fisher's spot is someone that played in the reserves today, which is Jordan Boyd. Mm. That's the spot. Yeah, but I can't see them doing that. Oh, no, not right now. There's no reason to right now. So
1: what I'm loving personally about Zach Fisher is that not only is he getting the ball a lot, but he's having an impact with the ball. He's actually using it brilliantly. He went at 71% yesterday, but it was his effective disposals going forward with the ball coming out of our back half. He's just, he just makes things happen. It's almost crazy that we've never tried it until now. Could this be, and he's played two weeks there, so he can't jump the gun, and they've been two ridiculous weeks, but could it be a Liam Jones type of, you know, resurrection to his career? Because he was looking pretty much like he wasn't going to be at Carlton next year.
0: Yeah, well, he had the contract, but but now I'd be shattered to lose him. It's interesting. He'll probably see out the contract. Um, but he, Mate, I'd be shattered if he left now at the end of the year. I think I always said to you, I thought he'd leave, but I I, always, I also said I don't think it's a bad play to have on your list anyway. Well, it's good you, depth, but well, now it's but, not. But, but, but even before the halfback flank, I just thought even so we know what he can do. Yeah, it's yeah. a fine play to have on your list. Like you got to have. Yeah, you did say that on this but, podcast. You know, you got to have th- those plays on the list that you know that can come back to it. Um, but Fish has been great on a halfback flank. Yeah. Um, can't fault his first fortnight.
1: Yeah. Been fantastic. Um, Yeah, just making things happen. Weeders continued his ridiculous form last night. I thought he was
0: great. No, no, Weedering was very good as well. He is, well, it was interesting. So I actually thought the matchups would go a different way. It was Weedering taking the resting Ruckman, which was, for the most part, the big dud from Casey Grundy. And then um, Kemp got Van Roy. And I thought we might go the other way. But it kind of made a bit more sense because Grundy's a bit of a bigger boy, so it actually I was probably wrong in thinking that. But um, no, weedering um completely killed that little Casey Scorpion. <laughs> um, you mentioned
1: another man there. Yep. Now I'm declaring this the best game of football that we've seen from Brody Clemp- Brody Kemp. Yep. He was completely phenomenal. Probably used that word a few times now, but he was unreal bolt
0: yeah I I agree with you I thought it was his best game for the club how about that mark yep very good right in front of the AFL members that'll be
1: replayed on BNF night when they're going through the highlights of that game yep 19 disposals went at 90% efficiency but there's one stat there's one stat which jumps off the page to me and it's not a stat that many people would even look at but it's a stat that players don't get a lot of Brody Kemp had 12 one-percenters last night. Like, to put that into context, if you look at someone, you know, I I thought Cripps was basically our best player. He had one one one-percenter. Like, if you have a look at Adam Saad, who's usually very good with his one-percenters, he had four. Like, 12 would have to be a game high. Um, That stat completely jumps off the page to me. He was absolutely outstanding, Brody Kemp uh cannot say a bad word about his game 8 marks 3 tackles we mentioned his 19 disposals at 90% uh just yeah. and his opponent went goalless opponent went goalless four rebound 50s but those 12 one percenters he was great you know he was very good That champion. that for me is uh yeah it's it's i think this one really means a lot because we don't re- we haven't We've struggled to fill the Liam Jones hole. We have. We've gone through, yeah. you know, went through Austin well, it's, McDonald. It's, well, we went it, through
0: Lewis Young. It's, it's, who- it's very hard to fill a centre-half back.
1: Yeah, very it, hard.
0: A, especially given the Bozo left after this lodgement.
1: Yeah. I'm just very, very, very... I think this is. A, it's a really important one. Yeah. And it's sort of like we don't have a whole lot of players in his age bracket who are coming up. We've got, obviously, Motlop and Durden and couple younger ones but from that 2020 draft and the drafts before we don't have a whole lot and i think it's massive for us that the one that we've nailed has come in that position of yeah. halfback it's a huge it's, find it's just massive and he's looking he's looking the part you know he's only he's played under 20 games
0: um, Yeah, no, he's been a revelation
1: i want to have a look at his stats from last night and see how many spoils he had because that's also a good indication um but while we look at that is that or Sardi?
0: I thought I <laughs> thought was crazy. I thought that was Adam Sard's best game in months. I because th- I, I think he'd just been going a little bit through the motions. Sardi. I thought Sadi was unbelievable from the get go. I thought it was a true Adam Sard performance. You know when he's in that mood where it looks like he's just never going to lose yeah. a one on one, and he's just oh, and you he know was, what's coming he was when he's hungry around. The ball. Last night he- there was
1: one on the wing where he. Chased his own kick and he re- got really close to it. So then he put on the afterburners, had a little spoil in there, then got the handball receive. I think it was from Holland's big woof of kick into the forward 50. He's, yeah, I agree. It was awesome. He was very, very good, Sardi. Career, um, sorry, just to interrupt and, you know, not on Sard. A career high, 10 spoils from Brody Kemp last night. Nice. I knew that that number would be high. I wanted to find that. But uh, yes. Fantastic. I agree. That was Sard's best performance, probably since, probably in these eight games. For sure. Uh, Is that the defence? I think it is. Um, Marchbank? Yes, Marchbank. Well, the hand of God, wasn't it? (laughs) The hand of God. Well, what's interesting is he went on radio this morning and said it hit his fingertips. Yeah. Now, there is there is a replay which shows that it just clearly doesn't hit the fingertips. I think it
0: more... I thought it hit more the forearm. Same. Yeah.
1: So, so, I, so, there's that one angle which shows it definitely yeah. doesn't hit his hand. But yeah. to me, that angle showed three different body parts I thought it hit. The first was his forearm. Yeah. The other one was actually his right arm, which was just hanging. Yeah. And it looked like it brushed past as it went through. And I also think it hit his leg or his foot. It hit yeah. maybe his foot. I remember watching that thinking, hang on, it's almost hit him there as well. Did it get touched? We don't know. We don't, frankly, care because we've won the game. It doesn't even matter. But, uh, yes, he can, he should cut off his finger and put in the Carlton Museum.
0: Swings and roundabouts of an AFL season, isn't it? And, well, I'll, I'll ask you, how did you handle the whole goal review process? Because it was a long minute or whatever it was.
1: Uh I had no idea what was going on. We It was so loud in the yep. members that we didn't know what the umpire's call was. Yeah, We didn't know if he had called it touched or not. So we were sort of sitting there. The few rows that were discussing it were saying... It's inconclusive. So, whatever the umpire is called, it's going to count. That's what- it's going to stand.
0: So, when it came up on the big what did screen- you, What did you- Well, I could see the soft call from where I was sitting. So, you knew that it was called touch. I knew it was called touch. Oh, you must have had a much breezier minute. I did. We were all convinced I it was did. a goal. No, I did have a- So, what I did was I saw- I, I saw the yeah. soft call was touched and I-, I couldn't sit there. I couldn't sit. So, I walked up the aisle and I just stood at the back. Waiting for it, waiting for it. And then when I saw it was umpire's call, most of the stadium didn't know what that was going to be. But I quickly ran down back to my seat, knowing umpire's calls are behind. And I remember, and then obviously was given the touch behind, but it was just, I was pacing up. I I had like hands on my head, like heavy breathing. It was just so hard to watch. It was very hard to, yeah. So we didn't I wasn't even watching the replay, like in the stadium. I couldn't watch it. Yeah. No, we, we. It was sickening when the <laughs> truck. It looked like it was going to be touched for all money as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Until yeah, yeah. it wasn't. Uh, completely yeah. agree. It, it was as if Marchbank slipped, or it was just. It looked like a complete rabble on the line. I think
1: what happened was it looked like it was never going to clear. So I think the defenders almost yeah. positioned themselves, but then when it it went a little bit further, it, got it ha-
0: never even looked on target.
1: Yeah. Like the kick just dropped perfectly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we had no idea. We all. There was a point in time for about 20 seconds when we had all, we were all completely, we had conceded that it had been called a goal and yeah. we were hoping it would get overturned. And then someone had the radio and they're saying, no, 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 it was called touch. And we we're all like, what's going on here? We
0: did not know. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It was, yeah. It was completely unbelievable. Very lucky, but shit like that needs to go your way sometimes. 100%. And take it to the bank. It was just huge.
1: Um, I was going to ask you something about this. It's f- I've forgotten. But um, yeah. What a moment!
0: Amazing. How if, do you think Marchbank imagine, played?
1: Well, b- before we get yeah. to that, imagine if I would have sat you down eight weeks ago and said, "Bolt, in eight weeks' time, we're gonna play Melbourne, we're gonna beat them." You would have said, "Firstly, we're not. That's ridiculous." Yeah. I would have then said to you, well, "Not only we're we gonna beat them, but that's gonna be for our eighth win in a row." Mm. Then you would have probably passed out. Yeah. But then I would have told you, "And we beat them because Caleb Marchbank touched." The ball on the line, the whole, the whole thing's ridiculous, mate. He was nowhere near this team. He wasn't even near playing a game. He's now in the team. He's touching balls to win us games.
0: Like it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, what do you think of his performance? Well, I think this is where I'm at with Marchbank. I think Marchbank is a really poor player with ball ball in hand. He's a really nervous, unsettled user holder of the ball. He had a really good defensive game. He played on the drug cheat for Messenden, um, Melksham.
1: You didn't need to say his name. We all knew who you were talking about. Well, there was
0: two because their sub was a drug cheat as well. Who was their sub? Hibbard. (laughs) But um, Melksham, and Melksham was the man this time last year when they buried us late. And I'll put it to you this way. Melksham was nowhere to be seen. So it's a tick on the night for Marchbank. It really is defensively. It's a tough matchup, Melksham, because he's pretty Ah. good overhead. But, um, I thought it was a massive
1: tick considering Melksham kills no, us no, it, every it, time.
0: It's a massive tick. I'm still really doubtful with Marchbank going forward for the rest of the season when McGovern's available. I think that is the straight swap. But given on the night, I thought Marchbank played as well defensively as he could have.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think where I'm at with Marchbank is we know what he is. And I think in an ideal world, you have McGovern playing... In that role But I'm not complaining when McGovern's out March Well we Bank
0: actually didn't. played McGovern and Marchbank together against Collingwood Yeah but I think now we- <sighs> And, and we- then Fisher came in for McGovern For the St Kilda game to get a bit more leg speed But I, I think going forward it will- That is the straight swap McGovern for Marchbank Yeah
1: because the other there's a good dynamic with the others uh, Into the middle bolt uh, Well P Cripps three votes We'll be hearing that on Brownlow Night
0: surely Thereabouts, he was incredible. He's he's playing as well as he has across his career the last six weeks. And I don't say that lightly given what we saw last year and what we've seen in previous years, but Cripps has just been one big joke, just a laugh. He's been amazing. He is taking the P-I-S-S at the moment, Cripps.
1: 29 disposals, he went at 72%. He had a goal, nine tackles, 3 marks, 7 score involvements, 1 goal assist, 21 pressure acts, 5 clearances, 3 inside 50s. 3 of his tackles came inside 50 as well. Yeah, he is wowee. There's not much to say apart from reading these stats and watching the replay and going, well... I agree. He's playing as good as he's ever played. Last night was ridiculous. The the fourth quarter started and it was champagne footy, him and Dow. And he was just... I think last night, I compare it to that game against Collingwood last year where he was really just an animal, really just trying. He was just throwing his body around, just trying everything he possibly could, just those little things. He was a madman. He knew what that game meant. No one wanted it more than Patrick Cripps last night.
0: It was unbelievable. Yeah, he was just superb. Just unbelievable. And it almost got to a point. It was a bit similar to last year when we played Melbourne. It was like, we didn't expect it. We thought if we were going to make it, it was going to be against Collingwood, not against Melbourne. But it was kind of against Melbourne last year. When it got really close late, we probably thought to ourselves, oh, we probably just have to finish it like we... This is the chance mm. to do it. Yeah. And it felt the same last night. Like, oh my God, like we're this, we're, we're well into the game. So yeah. deep into the game, you just got to take the chance now and win it. And he would have sensed that. You just got to just, just win it. Just get this, rip the bandaid off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah, uh, percent.
0: George. Well, I this was, this is top capped off an incredible month for George Hewitt. I thought this was the best player on the ground.
1: So this is who you're giving
0: three votes to? Yeah. This, I thought he was the best player on the ground, George. He was...
1: 29 pressure acts. He had eight clearances. He obviously had 33 disposals, six tackles. His contested game was ridiculous. 23 contested possessions is quite frankly absurd. Uh, Just four inside
0: 50. What a game. What a game. Yeah. And he was huge at the end and a lot of ground ball gets and just hacking it out of D50. But Hewitt's had a huge month, like a really big month since he's re-entered this team. Yeah. And it's going to lead to some hard conversations at the end of the year. But George is there. Yeah, you can, I can't take Hewitt out. But you know what? We shouldn't be surprised because he had a really indifferent start to 2023. But we shouldn't be surprised because this was a top... Really, this was a top three or four player for us last year.
1: Yeah, would have gone this, close to winning the S. Yeah, like,
0: this was a premium player. Did he come player. fourth? I think we, he we came keep, fifth. Yeah, sorry. But he missed like, the last seven games. But this this was a premium player for us last year, so we wouldn't, shouldn't even be surprised by it. But this was his best game of the season by a mile. He was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh,
1: he plays... He plays. I think he plays his best football at the MCG.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's Ra- fair.
1: Round 1 he was probably our best player against the Tigers. Against Collingwood he was ridiculous.
0: Makes it was- sense. It's a bit slower at the G.
1: Yeah. Uh P Dow. Um I thought he was pretty good again. 20 disposals at 80%, 7 tackles, two marks, 27 pressure acts. He had four clearances, five inside 50s. He had six score involvements and a goal assist. This was for me, I think... i it said this about a couple plays. It Close to the best game of his career. Yeah, I'll pay that. He was awesome. Start of the fourth quarter, for the third week in a row, he was involved in every goal in the last quarter that we scored. Yep. Those clearances no, at the start of the last quarter were everything for us. That is well, why He wasn't even
0: getting the clearance. He was getting on the end of that Cripps handball from the clearance and he was getting yep. that second possession yes. in the chain.
1: 409 meters gained. Yep. Um, what about that kick to Charlie for Charlie's first?
0: Yep. It was Just- very good. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. It was a really, really good, very you know, well-rounded game from Patty.
1: I was thinking about it last night after the game. Because last year, Setterfield sort of came in in the last month because we had that many midfield injuries. Setterfield came in, had to play in the guts, was playing pretty well. But I actually think Dow is just playing on a completely different level to what Setterfield was in terms of the impact he's having. Definitely in terms Set- of impact. Setterfield was getting pill, but he wasn't doing as much with it. Dow is Dow is doing things with the ball.
0: I, I'll pay to him. I think the last few weeks he's definitely impacted results more than Setterfield ever did.
1: The last three weeks. I'm not speaking about anything else. I'm yeah, speaking no, about no, purely, that. That's what I'm saying. the last three he's weeks. He's impacted results. Yeah. Nah, got to give it to him. And you know what? When Walsh and Cher are back and even Kennedy, he's probably going to be dropped. Yeah. But I think we do need to thank him for what he's done for us over these three weeks and hope that... Yeah, I, I don't know how this team's going to be picked, but hopefully he has some sort of role because... He's been massive for us in the big moments of this month. And really, he's been massive in getting us to where we are.
0: Yeah, I'll pay it. I don't think he's a very good footballer, but his last month's been very, very good. Uh, Akers. Hang on.
1: That Akers mark last night. Yep. In front of goal to kick his goal. Yep, huge. You know what, mate? It's just little moments like that. You don't win the game if things like that don't
0: happen. I thought Akers was really good again. Um, And even at the end as well, you know, you speak about Hewitt at the end. And I know Akers gave away a couple free kicks in the last couple minutes, but those free kicks were all about clearing the ball out of the zone. Didn't matter. Just take a few seconds off territory. Um, Akers Akers was great.
1: Yeah. No, he was
0: fantastic. Uh, The Ruckman. I see. We're going to disagree on this again, but I thought we completely diminished the best player in the competition over the last month. I'm not disagreeing. I thought Tom DeConing was outstanding
1: from the first bounce. It was probably it was close to DeConning's most complete performance. He was diving last night. Like There were moments in the forward 50 where DeConing was actually diving for the ball. Like yeah, no, yeah. He was a madman last night. I thought it was his, close to his best game. Um, I didn't think Pittenett played well, but I'm going to say
0: I thought DeConing was outstanding. It's just Pittenett's important for games like that. Where well, you just need a physical presence around the footy, I, I think we're we never, completely, completely, like Gorn was for the most part just a non-presence in the game.
1: I think we can say that we're never, we're never going to agree on Mark Pidanet because you value his pure ruck work extremely highly, and I do as well. But one has been winning games. No, no, no I know his own I boot. Know, But no, 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 you can't put that down to Pidanet around not, the ground. But I'm, I'm just saying. He was he was twenty thirty meters behind his opponent. or mean, Mark's
0: had gone take for the game. Mark,
1: Mark Pettinet right now, and it's harsh to judge him because he's look at his leg; it's strapped. He's clearly yeah. hampered. The guy can't run properly. Like he's he's not able to run as well as he would like to. So I'm not judging him because he's clearly hampered. But I'm not going to sit here either and say that he was amazing. Do you know what I mean?
0: Know, I, I, I don't think he was amazing. By no means do I think he I was, think amazing. was amazing. I think DeConning was amazing. I think DeConning was better than Pittenet,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm not going to have an issue with Pittenet's game. I'm just going to say that I think even he... like There's no there's no hiding the fact I'll, that I'll he's, 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 he's not at 100% this fitness right now. This was very
0: similar to the term, in terms of the 2013 elimination final against Richmond where... For all money going into that game, you would have assumed Robbie Warnock was going to get subbed off in that game. And it was the same with that. You would have thought for all money, we're going to take the extra Ruckman off because it's wet and you're just going to take the extra Ruckman off. But like we did with Warnock in that game and like we did with that last night, you couldn't do it because we were getting way too much dominance mm. in the middle and you had to keep them both out there. Yeah, I can understand that. Um...
1: I think that's the... Well, well Doherty. Of course. Game, Doherty was game looking... Game 150.
0: Yes, for the club. He was looking really, really yeah. good. And then he got subbed off. Top top five player up until the moment yeah, he got subbed no, off. no doubt about that. Um, and obviously, hopefully, there's not too have much... Have we heard team. anything? Well, they're saying it's a corked calf, which would have to put him in some downs. Well, you've got... It's your rule. It is. When, it's the rule of thumb.
1: When the ice comes out, they don't play the following week. They don't. Um, that's, that's your rule. Yeah, it is my rule. And now it's almost changed the way I watch football because whenever I see the ice come out, I think, gee, that guy's not playing next week.
0: And it's got a pretty good hit rate. Doherty will definitely be in some doubt for next week. But 12 and a half wins. Yeah, you, can, you can just freshen him up a bit. Um, then the wing is Ollie Hollands.
1: Yes. Once again, I thought Hollands was great. Uh, I know that we also sort of... You don't have an issue with him, but I think we we disagree somewhat because I think I I rate him higher than you rate him, but you still rate him, if you get what I mean. I thought he was really good last night. Yeah. I think Hollands just... Hollands and Acres are true wingmen. That they are. They motor. No, 100. They completely motor. Completely agree with you on that. And Hollands often will cover men that... His teammates can't get to and he's just motoring. I thought Hollands was really good, but I just appreciate. I think that's something I just really appreciate is when the guy just doesn't stop running for a second all day. I just really Yeah, no that's I, something I can really appreciate. So I, I, I thought Hollands was good. Four tackles, he only had ten disposals, went at ninety percent. Um yeah, twenty pressure acts. Yep, I like I I liked Hollands' game. Like, that's another one similar to Dow. Like, at at full strength when all these guys are back, someone's going to be really stiff, and these guys might be stiff, but you don't have an issue with them playing right now because they're playing good footy. Yep. Uh, Is that the mids? I think it is. Yep. Let's move to the forward line. Where do you want to start here? We should start with those little amigos.
0: All right. Well... We've been speaking so politely about everyone. We may as well start with the worst of the three from the night. So Motlop had a really down night after a really strong month. Yep, that's fair enough. He was probably our worst player on the night. Um, but once again, there's a lot of mouths to feed there, so they're not all. And we only kicked nine goals for the game, so it's tough. But no, he he was definitely quieter than he should than he should be. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I'm definitely can't argue that.
1: Uh, what I still like to see though is that he had three tackles two of them coming inside 50 14 pressure acts yeah so it's those little things but there's For no sure. there's no uh there's no dodging it he wasn't the pain wasn't the best player last night no um but I'll tell you what Mr Fogarty yeah. and and Mr Owies. Mr Owies needs a bit of love I don't know what do you reckon mate I reckon he is playing that well right now it's not an accident that he's kicking goals every week when was the last time he didn't kick a goal? Maybe it was last week. I
0: can't even remember. But I'm not sure. He's like... always is like a really well-behaved schmuck. <laughs> like, what does that mean? He's a what schmuck. Does that, what probably. does
1: that even mean? He's.
0: It's he's like, like... What is that
1: comment? What does that mean? you got to like, back it's, something It's like, that like up. he's
0: the type of footballer I don't want to like, but I like...
1: Okay, <laughs> so that's so that's a backhanded compliment.
0: No, it's not. It's I've just, ever seen one. No, I think he's been playing really well. He's niched his role and oh, you he's, he's hardworking.
1: He's 21 goals this no, year.
0: No, and that's a fabulous return. 21 no, no, goals this year no, no. and he
1: missed a chunk of footy in the I middle I think he's there. had a
0: really good year. I think he's had a really good year, always. But he's just, sometimes he's a bit stupid.
1: I don't know if I agree with that.
0: But he's very hardworking. He does things that other people don't want to do. And he was rewarded on the scoreboard last night. He kicked two very important goals for us. Well, how about the first goal? The first goal was great. But the second one, 30 seconds into the
1: last quarter. Sorry, because it was the first goal, the last quarter. That's the one that I'm talking about.
0: Well, it was just poetry. That goal was brilliant. It was unbelievable. And he's a fire starter for us. He, he brings he the tendrils. dudes going. He does. He does. He's, he's going to jump into the crowd one day, always. He will. But, um, he borderline did yeah, last I night. Know, a big well, high five. I love I that. Know. Midway through the third quarter or whatever it was. But no, no I was awesome. fine last night.
1: Um, Kick two. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm loving what he's doing right now. 21 goals this year. He's probably going to kick 25 goals for us this year. Oh, well, we might play a few extra
0: games. But maybe he'll kick 30.
1: You never know.
0: You never know. Um. Fogarty I thought Fogarty was great And I am happy to declare it The play of the year In the lead up The play of the year This was the play of Hang the year Hang on a second Yep I don't even know where you're going with this one Sorry Maybe The The, the, the Yeah yeah. This was The best three disposals of our season consecutively In the, la- in the build up to Curno's goal in the last quarter Lockie Fogarty Intercepts a handball in the middle of the ground Dishes it off as quickly as he took it to Cripps. And then it was probably the best pass Paddy Cripps has made in about four years. Like, it hit Charlie Kerno in the tits. Like, it hit him... Like, it, the ball didn't deviate, and Kerno kicks it from 50 yeah. to put us three goals up. And that that started with Lockie Fogarty's intercept possession. It was unbelievable.
1: 18 disposals last night at 83% efficiency. Three marks, seven tackles. He had six score involvements, a goal assist, twenty-two pressure acts. He had two clearances, three inside fifties, and was just. see so he's look, he, it... he's had one down week. It was and, great. I, I was a little bit worried but, after but last. week. This is week. the
0: beauty of what we're building here, because these guys are on edge. They know they can look over their shoulder and see who's in the rehab group, who's coming yeah. back. You got to keep playing well, otherwise you might miss. Yeah. Some really big games at the end of the year. So I was worried after last week. He yeah. had a down week. And now, I was like, just... and, and now it's like Mocklop goes into that situation where yes. he would have to respond yes. next week. Y- you basically can't afford two bad weeks in a you row. You definitely can't. You can barely afford one. Yeah. Y- you're right. You can't even afford one. Maybe the small forwards have a little bit more room for yeah. error because they're not going to play bloody honey. And Corey Durden didn't play the twos again today with the shoulder and niggle. So they may maybe have a little bit more breathing room, mm. but you just got to be switched on every week. Yeah. Uh,
1: speaking of Charlie, let's uh, talk about Charlie because kicked two big goals.
0: Yeah. Well, he kicked our first and last goals of the match, and obviously a really tough match up playing on a really good defender in May, and May probably got the chocolates, but as with Charlie Kerno. It might not be his night, but he's the type of guy. He can always make it his moment and up. And, you know, he did. I and think. Yeah, sorry, go on. Anyway, he, well, he kicked his two goals. He did the trademark pass to Owies oh, from 70 out and hit him say, up running in. So he set up another. I think, is is he is he now. Can we say co- comfortably he's our best field kick? Yeah. Well, yeah. That it's, it's trademark, to- that kick across his body is ridiculous. He. It is. It's becoming absurd. It's an incredible skill.
1: It's now getting to the point where when he gets the ball, and the second his body turns in that direction, you, I get excited.
0: Yeah, you well, you know what's coming. Because you
1: just know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Charlie, he's now is it five goals clear in the Coleman? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, Texas got the Weagles in the last round, so we don't know how that'll go, but uh, he's looking at this point in time like it's a very good chance he'll be he'll win back to back Coleman's, which is quite frankly, I think, the most crazy individual accolade almost in the last 10 years of AFL, given he had not played for nearly two or three years coming into these back-to-back incredible seasons. Yep. Um, The other forwards on the night, Martin. I thought Martin was very good last night. Got a lot more of the pill than he usually does.
0: Yep, no, no, Martin was pretty decent.
1: How many Um, did he have? He had 15.
0: 15,
1: and a goal, and he went at 87% efficiency. Yeah, no, he's becoming... Five score involvements. No, it was a pretty good game. I think Martin's just another one. He's just, you know, you look at, and I'm not saying for one second that we are right now what any of these teams were. But if you look at premiership teams over the last decade, go on, they just have those role players. Yeah, go on, and Jack Martin's one of them.
0: Yeah, oh, I he, thought you were going to liken him to someone.
1: No, 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 no. no. I'm just saying. Oh no, he's an important he, part of the machine. The first right team now. I think of when it comes to role players is Richmond. Yep. And
0: Jacob Townsend. Jacob
1: Townsend, Josh Caddy a bit. Yep. They have those. Well, he's role playing players. the Josh
0: Caddy role right now because when Caddy. Had that forty-five goal season, it was literally him and Rewalt. Mm. And right now, it's been Marlon Kerno. Yeah. Yep, it's a fair shout.
1: I think he's just—he's really—they've almost just simplified his role. He's been great playing good footy. Um, that could be the twenty-two. David Cunningham. Cunningham. Luckily, didn't get cited by the match review officer. Really? So does that mean he's not—he's done? He's—he's he's off. Yeah, he's free to play. Oh, when that tackle happened. I messaged our group straight away and said, Cunningham's gone. Yeah. It looked really bad live from my seat.
0: Yeah. I was probably on the blind side on the other side, so I didn't really see it in real time. But I thought, yeah, I thought it'd be borderline, but lucky he gets off and he'll make the trip to the Gold Coast. Played well as well. Yeah, no, I thought Cunningham was good. Um, Matty Cottrell. Cottrell. It was a bit of a quieter start from Cottrell, but I think they like what Cottrell gives. Well, we know what we're
1: getting from him. Yeah. Mate, he's a complete madman who will do anything for this navy blue jumper. Yeah, he's a fan who wears the jumper every week. And why wouldn't you want that in your 22 if they're good enough? Well, we do. Uh, And Ed came on as the sub. He only played, what, 15 minutes. So there's not much to
0: report there. But overall, what a night. What a night. What a night. One of the better wins. The wins keep getting better, don't they? Every week. And our coach put it really well. The last three weeks, we've probably won a bit differently, from which is just great. We're winning. This was the first time we've really hung on in a nail-biter at the death. And the, the growth of this team is just, it's astounding. It's incredible.
1: Um, it is. It's something I want to talk about. You know me. I'm a bit of a sucker for those moments. A bit of body, what's it called? Um, body language? Body language. Now, this is more than body language. You can't not smile when you look at Michael Voss after every win. You can't. Last night he was tearing up on the ground. The week before he's giving these, you know, wool, whatever he does, the wool, and then he, you know, revs them up. Michael Voss right now, I don't know. I'm not gonna comment on him and his coaching ability. But all I'm gonna say is I really hope, and it looks like he is. I really hope he's enjoying this because he deserves it. He's been through the ringer this year. Whether he's coached well or not is irrelevant. He has been through the absolute ringer. Well, as he some- would have had many
0: sleepless nights, Bolt. Well, as someone who was very vocal in their criticism for Michael Voss at the halfway point of the year, which I'll still hold to this day, was so warranted it wasn't even funny. I'm I'm also stoked for him. Like because oh. we have he has he has turned around how we're playing completely and Mate. it had to happen and it took too long to happen but we can shelve that for now mm. because you know the the half the glass half empty side of me thinks well, what could have really been season twenty twenty three had we been playing the way we all deep down knew we should have been playing earlier on yeah but then the glass half full of me says like credit to him. He did turn it around and look what we're producing. It, I, I don't and know
1: if many coaches in this league could turn the, the level that we were playing at at one point to the level that we're playing at now. No, nah, it's, it's just, it's you, you look at, if you if you got the scale, it's complete opposite ends of the scale. It has
0: felt like we've watched two seasons in a year. Yeah, it has completely. It, it really has. And so, so, I, so yeah. no, I am happy for him and it's great that he is getting really excited and emotional and whatnot. I'm happy for him. And let's just—he's got him in a good spot, and let's just keep going. Yeah, I, I just wanted to say it because
1: we we will we will own everything we say on this show. I, and, I and don't try, he,
0: but I don't regret anything I said about him because it was just so warranted. It's it wasn't even a, a debate. Yeah, I, it, I think
1: I'll personally, and you don't have to, but I'll personally apologize to him for some of the things that I said
0: because, and and
1: I'm not saying see, it wasn't I, warranted. See, there's no
0: way. I, I I would no. So I'm not. going to. I don't know to. if I. will Hang on.
1: You know what I'll do? I'm not going to apologize because you're right. We were playing at a level which deserved the criticism. However, what I will do is say that as much criticism as it warranted at the time, now the praise is at the same level. 100%. And and I just hope he's he's enjoying himself right now because, mate, those nine weeks, he wouldn't have slept. He would have been living a nightmare and he deserves right now... To go home, put his feet up, sip on a glass of red and watch the replay and enjoy it because I, I can't speak higher of what he's doing right now. If we're looking right now, I can't speak higher of him because we are missing massive players in this team and it's
0: not making a difference. Well, well And that says way more about the coach. Well, Carlton's become a system-driven side, which is astounding. And And does that not say- No, it doesn't. It says everything about the coach, yeah. I, I, I think for me, if I was to have to apologize and put my hand up for anyone or anything, it would be criticism of the board where I think I made a tweet along the lines of sometimes the right decision is acknowledging you made the wrong one. And I think for that, I can maybe take those words back given it was a sound and what's the word I'm looking for? Stable. Mm. Show of leadership from the top Yeah Which I can I can happily declare that
1: Alright but we are completely running out of time here We're going to Oh jeez we've just ticked
0: over an hour Oh big win Very quick BNF Well for the 8th week in a row we give the 5 players <laughs> Oh goodness 5 Hewitt Yep 4 Sard Yep 3 Newman 2 Cripps 1 Kemp
1: Okay That's different to me Yep
0: yeah. Five
1: Cripps, four Newman, three Hewitt, two Kemp, one. Oh, this is so tough. Uh, I'm going to go to Conning. I'm giving to Conning a vote. I really just, I think, given who we were playing against, and you said it yourself, Max Gorn's game against Brisbane was literally won them the game. We know exactly what he's capable of. this the best of. game of the year. And I just I just think De Conning was that good last night from start to finish. Was very, very impressed. You know um, who's a wanker? Who? Jake Lever.
0: Why? He's just a bit of a wanker. For what reason? He's just annoying. I don't know why. He's, just, he's got this look on his face. Oh, he's a very good footballer. He's a great footballer. Had a bit of a shaky season. A-grade premium he's footballer. He's a great footballer, but
1: he's just a bit. What would you give up for Jake Lever? If he's on the market right now, what are you giving up for him? You are giving up our first round pick? Yep. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. certainly giving up. Yeah, our yeah. Th- What what else are you giving up? Or is it just that? That's the max you give. Can give him that a March bank. It's worth it. <laughs> Come on, man. Would, know, you, Jake,
0: would no. you give up?
1: A f- oh. Would you give up our first round pick and future second for Jake Lever? I would. I would in a heartbeat. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah, Wouldn't even would. think. Yeah, yeah, Wouldn't yeah. even think. No,
0: Jake Lever's a gun. Um,
1: he's just hittable. <laughs> you got to back up a comment like that. I get what you mean that he you is. just got that look. It's a bit of the mo. Yeah, maybe it's the mo. It's just. I reckon he'd be a legend. He might be, <laughs> but he doesn't play for my team. Wouldn't mind having a beer with him. Um, you can go do that. All right. That's all for the BNF votes. Uh, yep. VFL team today. Fantastic win. Great win. Important win for them. them Because if you look at- VFL,
0: LFC. VFL, LFC.
1: They're sitting in eighth. So it was a very important win. Uh, 77 played 69 at Icon Park today. Bins as per with 25, 10 marks, four tackles. Jordan Boyd, 25 and a goal. I thought he was probably our best player. Lewis Young had 22. Cowan had 20. O'Brien had 21. Carroll had 24. Honey, 11 and a goal. Durden, that is Sam. He had fifteen. O'Keefe had eleven and twenty-nine hitouts. Aquay had eight a goal and seven hitouts. He was quite good. Yeah, he looks At, in the forward line. He looks. He, was he looks right. quite um. He was alright. Do you know what he just looks like? He just looks like when he gets around the ball. It's, it's a complete explosion of energy. I know, he was alright today. Um, Lemmy had nine and seven hitouts, and Plowman had fifteen. Uh, Oh, and Ed played as well, 12. And Philp. Hang on a minute. We have to speak about Philp. First disposal of the game for Philp. Sam Philp was ruled out for the season. Yes. Ruled out. He has returned earlier than expected. He's going to get a couple hit outs in the VFL. Very, very happy to see that. Don't know. I don't know anything about him, if he's any good or not. But just given his injury run, super stoked for him that he's been able to get out there. Huge. Uh, that is VFL Twitter questions. There are so many, a lot of them very similar. We're going to get through as many as we can bolt in the next five minutes because we've gone way overs, but uh, just going through them. The first one that's come up, Paul Walsh, great win that now has us looking towards our finals makeup as good as Dow Holland's were tonight. I think that both will, sus- will suspect under finals pressure. Chera and Walsh should be instant replacements. Kennedy will also struggle to get a place back now, given Hewitt's form. It's an interesting one, the Kennedy and Hewitt debate. You probably can't play both.
0: You probably can't. They definitely won't. And I think right now, given Kennedy's going to miss the last six or seven games in the run-in, it's going to be Hewitt's spot.
1: I think Walsh has basically got that spot on I, I, I'm very I think, much with him. I think Chera and Walsh will come in for Dow and Hollins, and yep. I think that Kennedy will be the sub.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with him as well.
1: Jimmy West Ham, European champions, Faz the Great Man. The most pleasing thing has been players standing up in the big moments. What was your favorite big moment for the game? For me, it was simply how clean Hewitt was late in the game yeah. and Akers and NFL-style punt kick for time and distance. Great question by Jimmy because I was thinking about it on the car on the way to the studio here, thinking... A new segment could possibly be moment of the game.
0: Well, this was mine. This was, I think, the most defining. So, so moment. so Jimmy just
1: birthed a new segment for us.
0: Yep, that's mm- a, that's a great. That's a Hall of Fame contribution.
1: Moment of the game. Well,
0: this was mine, and there's actually a photo that's come up on Twitter. It's a beautiful photo which has captured it. The last pat, the last, you know, the last deliberate that went out of bounds. The ball comes back in. I think it was Lever or May and the big pack forms and the spoil from De Conning. You've getting, stolen mine. I, I, getting hang, hands on that ball. Hands on heart.
1: <laughs> I thought there's no ways you'll pick that. There's no There's no world you'd pick that. He came from nowhere. That is unbelievable. Well, that's that's the first induction into moment of the week. That is as good as it gets. Tom De Conning was ridiculous. That is, and I'm a sucker for moments like that almost swaying my opinion on someone's game. Look how high he is. That moment there, I've completely heaped praise on Deconning, and I thought he was unbelievable all night, but that moment played a big part in why I thought he was so good. That is game-saving. Game-saving, Bolt. That is massive for us.
0: Huge. Can you Got can it you, towards the boundary line as like well. The and photo? I it. All right. Yeah. Go to
1: Bolt's liked tweets. It's tweeted by... No, no. Standard. Oh, Carlton Blues fan. Oh, the great account. Yes, yeah, standard. Carlton Blues. Everyone it's a standard quality account. Uh, get around them if you haven't and like that photo. Delete. Uh, Twitter questions. We'll get back to it. Uh, Deb the Bruce says, How hard is the job of the selection panel for the remainder of the season? I do not envy them one little bit. Well, we should probably Don't get... Don't think anyone does. We should probably get to this. Team changes for next week. How are we looking? Is anyone going to be out?
0: Let's go... Well, it's on the premise Doherty doesn't play. Yes. If Doherty doesn't play, what are we looking at? I think in an ideal world, it's Walsh for Doherty. Yep. You reckon Walsh plays next week? I think so. Okay. Awesome. That's massive. Yep. And then I think McGovern will play, and I think he'll come in for Marchbank.
1: And you reckon those are the only two changes? Yep. Okay. And if Doherty
0: plays... Then I think you're not going to like this, but I think Hollands goes out and Doherty goes to the wing. And Hollands sub?
1: He could be. You're probably right. You are right because Hollands wasn't as good as Dow and they're, they're the two in the middle. Yeah. Um, mm. Davo 71, a dilemma I never thought we'd have this year. Who do we drop to bring in Chera, Walsh, McGovern this week? Not long after is Soss and Harry and then Kennedy. Or do we make minimal changes while these guys are playing so well? I really can't find who is droppable. It's a week by week thing, isn't it? Jeremy Cruz. It's like a new injury every week, isn't it? It's crazy. <laughs> Jeremy Cruz, can we just take a moment to appreciate what a remarkable comeback this has been since midseason? We were bad then, but this is just really good stuff. And uh, we can absolutely take a moment to appreciate it. Uh, Masha says, I stand to be corrected, but I think Channel 7 mentioned that we have the third youngest list playing this week. Regardless, the next man up mantra is working a treat at the moment. Well done to all those who have played over the last
0: nine weeks. Well done. And I I feel like in terms of mid-season turnarounds, I think the only thing really comparable to this is the 2014 Tigers, where they won the last nine games in a row to slip in into eighth. Mm. But it was one of those things where you felt like they spent all their tickets just falling over the line and they got belted in the first final. But for us, it looks like we've almost got to the line with two weeks to go. So we've, we we should be able to be able to reset and we'd go again, hopefully, in that f- first final. 100%. Uh, I think the other comparable
1: team is Collingwood of last year. Well, yes. They, they had that 10-run ridiculous They were probably just a month ahead. Yeah, that's what so yeah. I think... I think what we are now is what Collingwood were last year. But as you you've don't just want said, to run um, into us. Yeah, but as you've just said, a month later.
0: And they got the double chance,
1: which is sets obviously us the well decisive for next thing. Year. Sets yeah, us up very well hopefully. for next year. I think uh, a big
0: thing we have to acknowledge with this Carlton team is, and statistically speaking, you cannot... I'm going to drop the word, but statistically speaking, you cannot win a premiership if you're not in the top three in this stat. We're currently number one in the league. For points against the entire season. We <laughs> are the best defensive team in the competition. That is crazy. We're number one. It's, ver- it's very hard to win premierships if you're not top three in points against. Wow.
1: Uh, zipping through, Adrian Sal tested, challenge stood up. This one means so much. It certainly does. Dr. Blue, what does Bolt think of TDK as a ruckman now? <laughs>
0: I still don't think he's a great number one ruckman, but I'll say he's had a great five weeks. He's had a a really... You know what it is? Tom DeConning's been really important. If you look at the last two weeks in isolation, coming into... It's a bit like Luke Jackson at Melbourne in 2021, where he'd probably ruck for the last 35% of the game, and it just gives you that edge later in games. I think it's... Because I don't think Luke Jackson... I agree Even Jackson in the team with Darcy Isn't necessarily number one Ruckman And Jackson's a way better lead up forward Than what DeConning is Mm. I still think DeConning has to be a better aerial threat Around the ground I still don't think he's got that down pat But he's definitely enhanced His I think Presence At a stoppage Yeah Which is kudos to him S. O'Brien 69 says, Channel
1: 7 said that 16 of the 23 playing tonight had played VFL this yep, season. Yeah, that it is click. true. Wow, that is true. An incredible stat. Uh, GA2502 says, Shout out to our supporters. We've got to be the most tangible of intangibles during this incredible run. Uh, Peter Carrick says, In my 40-plus years following this team, this would have to be one of the gutsiest and toughest teams I've ever seen. So proud. Bagometrics says... Says, who wants it? Blues wants it. Uh, SC Gav, the desperation from the plays in the last three minutes was as good as you will see. So many magnificent moments. We have some serious momentum going into finals. If we can get Harry fit and have another forward target, we will be playing deep into September. Uh, BL says, best win this century. The game style stacks up. Um, Huge call again. Pat Green says we are playing so well. Who makes way for the players going that are that are out? Who are coming in? That are going to earn their spot in the sides. Jacqueline Hunt says, "Are we there yet?" It sounds like we are. Um, Navy Bluebaggers, Could Paddy Dow be earning himself a contract, or are we just getting a better pick for him in a trade? I think we're going to have to revisit this one in a couple of weeks. It's at the moment it's I still impossible to like call. feel like a ladder. Um, Brett Cox, simply amazing. The roar at the final siren was as loud as I can yeah. remember. He probably won't get him get many votes or mentions, but I want to shout out Sadi tonight. Yeah. So many of F- of his efforts don't show on the stat sheet. His poise and nous are elite and so undervalued for us. Go bag as well. I don't
0: think he went under the radar here. He no. was Incredible, and he, he the, definitely did. The jubilation. I've watched so many videos on Twitter of reactions at the siren. It was, it was a manic. I, I, I'll say it right now. at the siren. I'll
1: say it right now. I've been sitting in the members for my whole life going to the football. Yeah. That was comfortably, from what I could, there were probably bigger moments in that like 09 to 13 period where I was a yeah. bit younger and don't remember. But I can tell you right now, I can't remember a better final siren than that. No, it was bloody good. And even I, Like I'm looking fair- back at the video and you're seeing old men and women just in complete rapture, just going mental- you know, Mental. I, I, I there's, even, this, there's this one dude in the video. I don't know if you can see him in the corner. He's, his arms are going yeah, everywhere. No,
0: pretty, it um, was wild. I even stayed for the song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was It was completely it, wild. It's in the AFL members. Was all, you know, all the Melbourne fans, they're all MCC, so they're not in the AFL. Yeah. So it was all Carlton around us and it was pretty hectic. It was pretty full on.
1: Andrew Draper, 33-year member, first time in 20 years where you're back to the top of being a competitive team. Think about this. We have now beaten three of the four top four teams in this run. We've won in every way possible. Can we win the flag, boys? We're not going to speak about that just yet. That is too... It's too new. Um, AM says, Next man stands up. So many to come back. I am proud to be a blue. There's just so many amazing comments here. Giganta. Michael Joseph says, Like the start of the season, I missed the last two and we get wins at a family function during the Suns game. You are all welcome. I will take that stake, Dinner. You? you mentioned at the start of the season, gents, go back. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, yeah, Giganta. We'll get to this, I think, next week. Oh, we've actually already spoken about it. About you know, if we make the finals, um, who do we want to face?
0: For me, in- I'm all. I'm not that picky, but I. I think the best result is to get an interstate team to the MCG, get ninety thousand Carlton fans, and make it as hostile as possible for the opposition.
1: But that is all this week. A massive edition of the show. Huge We've gone win. way over time. I'm sorry right. to cut Eight it off. Eight in a row. That is all. And I'm going to let you have this one. Go Blues. And they
0: will know that they've been playing against the famous Ole